welcome to another episode of what you got to say now podcast i am your host melissa and today today it is friday we are back with a new episode well i call it friday because you know i finished work um i'm back on my regular smuggler things um as in like taking care of my household needs and being outside with my homegirls or with my boo so it's a friday I'm, I'm very excited when it when friday comes when friday comes even if it's like two days breaks i'm very very excited so yeah today is friday happy friday everybody and thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast i've received um a lot of positive feedback so far and i am very thankful and grateful that you guys liked the first episode so today i am solo (laughs) i do not have no guests with me today's topic is going to be about friendships friendships and its shenanigans because honey there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of things that go into friendships. There's a lot of um there's a lot of development when it comes to friendship. So the icebreaker question for today is would you rather be a ghost or a zombie? Hmm. I would rather be a ghost, honestly, cuz if you ever li- um not listen, if you ever watch um The Walking Dead, um show ah zombies don't really have it going on for themselves um i don't know they just stay there um slow walk and eat people's brain like eat people's body body part ah no i'm not i'm not really into that i'm not i'm not really into that but of course, I do not know what's going on in the afterlife, but as a ghost, uh, I will hope that I still have my my um, individuality. I still have my own self. I still know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, and I can protect the one that I love. I can see, walk, and do as I please. So... I would choose to be a ghost. Um, this weekend I was, uh, in Maryland. I have some family, um, down there. Casey and I we went down there to visit some family. And shout out to Anthony. He actually hosted a fight night. Uh, live. Uh, was it? It was a fight night live party. Like watch party is that what they call it yeah but shout out to anthony it was really um entertaining we um talked and we actually um watched the fight with other families as well uh and the fight yo the fight between crawford and spencer listen it was my first time actually really watching the fight and it was actually my first time really watching a boxing match and i've never knew that boxing can be so much entertaining let me tell you honey spencer was going in first of all shout out to spencer because he held it out i thought that uh, the second round 
I thought like it was done. It was over with. But he held it out for the ninth round. And then the referee called it out. Um, But what got me tired is the fact that Spencer let a grown ass man beat him in his face like that. Like at one point in the fight, I wanted to go inside the TV and tell him myself, put your goddamn hands up. Like, what are you doing, bro? You cannot let somebody, you cannot let somebody beat you all the way through. And then you start looking like little baby. Like, literally, if you guys go back and watch the and watch the fight, y'all will see from the second round to the ninth round, this man got beat up so bad that he really started looking like little baby. And that really, <laughs> that really did something to me because... At one point, I'm like, bro. Okay, so it goes like this, right? The first round, it started like they both was playing with each other, testing each other out, filling each other out. I understand that. You got to know what your opposition like. You, you got to know how your opposition fight. I get that. The second round, though, Crawford started beating this man's ass. And I'm like, okay, so you're feeling him. You see how he, how, how he fight. And you see that he's attacking your face because he started attacking this man's face from the second round. And I'm like, and you still don't put your hands up when you're supposed to put your hands up. Like you're giving your face so much space to get hit on. And that really got me, <laughs> that really, really got me tight to the point I was like, yo, if I ever see Spence in, in, in real life, I'll be like, yo, mm-mm. you need to go back. And watch what you did wrong. If they ever. Spence. I don't know if this will ever get to you. But if you ever have to do a rematch with Gorefor. Please go back to watch this fight. And see what you did wrong. See what you did wrong. Because this shit was unacceptable. Kudos to you though. I have mad respect for you. Because this man tried to knock you out multiple times. But um, gracefully you fell down. And you gracefully got back up. That's my respect because you held it out. But at the same time, bro, put your hands up next time. I'm not going to watch one of your fights again. And, I can, and, and, and I'm sitting here watching grown-ass men beating your ass up. I'm not doing it no more. You got a fan in me because I see that you got heart. You took that shit like a champ. But next time, bro, put your hands up. Put it up. Don't let no grown-ass man make you look like somebody else no more. That's my take on that. But anyway, I wish I had put money. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to my boy Trey. Put money and he won. He won. I think he won five hundred dollars. I believe. So that was great. Um, we had we had fun. I realized Maryland is a beautiful beautiful city. Shout out to the people in Maryland and. I don't know. I had my fun this week. Mad fun this weekend. It was great. It was amazing. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I, honestly, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to have so much fun in Maryland. Like I was shocked. I was like, "Yo, you go to Maryland and they get it's giving like community community house. It's giving like get it community. Like you got money. Like I'm like, oh." And the prices for the houses, you will never get that in New York. In New York, you, 
for the price that you pay in Maryland and you're getting that big house in New York you get a box like you will get a box that's 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 what you're getting and you better get used to it because that's the, the, the that's what it is so I was shocked um other than that we came back and we both had to go back to work on Monday which was tiring um but we did it because I need my I need my days um I got vacation coming up and I'm not trying to call out like that but we did what we had to do and we went to work um let's get into this episode let's get into it let's get into it friendships and and it's shenanigan okay so first of all i would like to say i don't think i'm a good friend let me no wait let me rephrase that i don't think i'm a great friend I think I'm a, I think I'm an okay friend. I'm like the type of friend that's like, don't require much. Because as my friend, you will never worry about me calling you all the time. Because I be tired and lazy. And I got stuff going on with all the dogs. As a friend, you will never have to worry if I'm going through something to bother you with because because of how I was raised. Um, FYI, I am my only child. So I was raised by myself. So a lot of time I deal with stuff by myself. I'm trying to change that, honestly, because it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot for me to deal with by myself. So as a friend, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, me being your friend, I think I I think I could be a better friend. I think, yeah, I think I could be a better friend. When I sit down and I think about it, especially for this um episode, I was really in my feelings. I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, if I'm doing this podcast, I have to keep it real. I have to, I can be, I, I cannot be out here and coming here and bullshit you guys. Um. I am going to be real. As me being somebody's friend, I could be better. I think I could check on people more. I think um, it's not like it's not like uh, when I do check on them. But at the same time, it's like when they reach out, though, say like my friend have a problem and she or he reaches out to me. I'm all ears. I will help as the best that I can. But would I reach out on some regular smuggler shit? Mm, no, not really. Not really. Because I tend to I tend to disappear a lot. One of the things that I, that I realize, I tend to disappear a lot. But that only happens when I'm going through something or when I'm trying to figure out something. Like, for example, for this podcast, right, when I was trying to literally doing my research and I was um, trying to get this um, in action, I did disappear. Like, my friends didn't hear from me for, for 
four days. I would say four days. They did not hear from me from that four days. And it's not my fault. <laughs> it's like when I'm focused on something, nothing else matters. And I have to talk to myself about that. To derail myself into that focus mode. Because I do get focused. And until what I'm dealing with is not resolved or I'm not happy, I cannot be happy with nobody else. Because I'm not going to pull up to your house and chill with you and laugh with you when deep down I'm not happy. That's why I can never be fake because you you will see in my face. Like I wear my emotions very well and you, you will see something is wrong. And I don't like when people see me in my weakness. I don't like when people see me being vulnerable. I'd rather you see me as the friend that's making you laugh. I'd rather you see me as the friend that's, that is strong, that's there for you. But me sitting down and actually break down, it, it takes a lot of me to reach that level in any friendship. And it only um, one person, I would say, that actually see me at my worst. And we've been best friends since high school. And that's the only person that I really could think that really, like, you know, see me through all the season in my life. So... I feel like as a friend to somebody, even friends that I have like for 20 years, I don't talk to them all the time, but it's always good vibes when they see me, when I see them, it's always like nothing happened. We catch up like, yo girl, oh shit, you went through this. But that's the thing, right? When that happened and we catching up, I always feel bad that my friend is going through this thing and I didn't know. And I wish that they would have reached out to me so I could help them. But at the same time, if I'm not reaching out to them, they probably think that I don't want them to reach out to me. Or I don't want to be bothered, which is not the case at all. So, yeah, I think, um, I, yeah, I think I could be a, a, a better friend. I, I've, I've do my assignments on myself <laughs> i know i know it and i'm trying to work f- towards being a better friend but it hasn't been easy because uh, there's a lot of habits once you like been doing it for so long it's hard to trap them you have to make it intentional and i haven't been doing like a good job to towards being a good friend to somebody but to all my friends that is listening i love you guys um you guys know that i do love you i'm just stuck in my ways i would say stuck in my ways and trying to figure this (laughs) to figure this life out but now though one of the things that is uh stuck to me is um when I look at my friends group um what I see that I like 
I like a sisterhood. The lack of sisterhood in my life is very, like, grand. Like, I don't have, like, a tight ship where I'm like, bro. And by sisterhoods, I'm I'm talking about, like, having, like, four or five females around me at all times. Like, I could be like, yo, sis, this and this and this and this. Everybody just kind of have different lives. And some of them do not know each other. But I'm talking like that tight group, friend group where each person know each other and we can talk and laugh with each other that's what i'm talking about by sisterhood i don't have that and when i also look into my friends group there aren't a lot of people that can actually pour positivity in my life it all started when i first started dating casey and he told me himself he was like yo you don't make new friends, do you? And then I was like, no, because I was very close off. Um, I was very close off five years ago. And he was like, yo, no, you cannot be in the house all the time. Um, you got to make friends. You got to make friends. And I was like, okay, okay. And then we started going out more. He started um, putting um, double dates together. And I started meeting his friends and his friends have been very welcoming and they have been really they're like brothers and sisters to me at this point they're family to me at this point and but now I'm like starting to open up I'm starting to open up into being um into interviewing <laughs> into interviewing new prospects so intentionally i haven't targeted the type of people that i want to be surrounded with like i want to be surrounded with consciously intelligent people i want to be able to call you and you speak life into me i want to be able to have a positive um conversation i don't want to be calling you and then at the end of the conversation i feel drained i feel like yo what the uh, like what the fuck like i could have saved myself that phone call i don't want that i don't want that so right now um that's what i feel like my spirit is craving and that's what i've been like intentionally when i meet new people right i kind of be like okay you're nice you you're giving me good vibes all right what can you do what can you add into my life because at first when i meet people i just i I was just there for the vibe like oh my god let's go out but now i don't really go out like that no more and i listen more i stay still and i listen more there's a power in listening like when you stand still and you don't move, you listen, you kind of see people for who they are. So right now, that's what I've been doing, like intentionally, intentionally dating friends. Like, okay, we meet, nice to meet you, ha ha ha. But what value are you adding into my life? Are you just going to be like into my close friends or are you just going to be like a hi, a bye? And I had to I had to differentiate that because 
growing up um growing up by myself as an only child um a lot of people I consider my friends did not have the best intention like they did not respect my boundaries uh they they were just bad friends we will not like deal with issues as they happen we will let it build up and then I'm not the type of girl that like drama I'm not gonna argue with you I've never actually have a bad argument with nobody because I'm not doing that that shit is draining and I'm not here for it I do not want to argue I would much rather have a conversation with you and that's that no they weren't like a safe space where I could um be myself where um if I share my opinion about something, they will more than likely make me f- feel dumb, like belittle me. And I had to realize that. I had to realize that cuz at first I did not have no boundaries. I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to be real with the shit. I had no boundaries. Like people will say all crazy type of things about me. Not even about me only but to me and i would just let them because i'm not gonna confront you on that and not standing up for myself has given those people that type of freedom to get crazy with their mouth so now that i'm like standing up for myself i found myself to be very outspoken (laughs) and I kind of like it I kind of like it because it's like deep down I would hear it they would say it to me and I would be shocked that like how dare you like in my head I'm having a whole argument with you like how dare you say some shit like that to me but in reality it's not coming out of my mouth and I would have those like internal bottle where I would go home. I would just like internalize it and or cry about it even. And that wasn't a red flag until my friend actually stand up for me to her husband. I'm not going to say her name. But when she actually did that, I was like, yo, oh my God. Oh my Jesus, I just let people do whatever the fuck they want to do and they want to say whatever the fuck they want to say because Melissa Melissa would get mad. That's how she is. She's just going to roll it over her, sh- her shoulder and that's that. And when she did that, I appreciate that she did that. Truly appreciate it because, you know, husband, but she stood up for me. And ever since then, I was like, okay, girl, you need you need to set your your fucking boundaries. You need to you need to know what you're gonna accept and what you're not gonna accept, and that's that. So ever since then, I've been very um, I've been very outspoken about what I want. I want this. I want that, and that's final. You cannot give me this. You cannot give me that. 
then I am no longer for you or I am no longer beneficial for you. This relationship do not serve me. So I am out. I am out. So creating a safe space right now for me is a big thing. Um, Because growing up, I did not have that. So in my in my friendship group, if I feel like there is no safe space, I'm out. Because at the end of the day, I'm the type of friend. If you know me personally, I am the type of friend that would say some crazy ass shit just to make you smile. So if I'm saying some crazy ass shit or some things that I do not know come out of my fucking mouth, it's not because I'm being ignorant. It's because sometimes I may not know. I may not know better. Shit, I'm human. (laughs) But for you to be so comfortable to belittle what I'm saying to make me feel so small lets me know that you do not care about me. Those type of friends, they they wasn't good friends. I had I had to like really look deep down into my friends group and start cutting people off. I started cutting people off because it's not good for my mental health to be dealing with the shit. And honestly, I don't have to deal with the shit. That's one of the things I had to realize, like, yeah, bro, a lot of the things that I put up with, the craziness, the audacity of people, I fucking don't need to put up with them. I can go my merry way and never talk to you again. I've done it before and I'll do it again. Like, <laughs> it it doesn't take a lot for me to just cut people off. That's one of the blessings that comes with being an only child. It doesn't take a lot of, it doesn't take a lot for me to, like, child, oh, you don't, you, you don't bring peace into my life. Oh, bah, bah. That don't mean, though, it's not going to hurt me. That depends on the level of the friendship that I've created with you, of the relationship that I've created with you. That doesn't mean it's not going to break me. It's not, not break me, but it's not going to hurt me. It will hurt me. I've cried over a friendship before. Because friendship breakups are harder than relationship, uh, romantic relationship. They are harder to deal with. I've cried over a friendship before. It's not That doesn't mean that. But I would rather cry in my bed, on my pillow, but for a moment, rather than put myself through that again. Because I'm not doing it. Because I don't have to. What does friendship means to you guys? What type of friendship do you guys have? What type of relationship? If you do not have it, what kind of relationship do you guys crave? And do you think genders matter in friendship? Because I'll tell you right now, I get along more with my boy who of my friend than girls who of my friends because boys doesn't require that much my mom always be like i have my my dad personality and i think like deep down deep down i do because <laughs> girls love drama i don't girls they're always on top doing the most i'm only like that when when i am on my period 
or about to have my period. Other than that, I'm pretty chill. So I've been looking at girls and I'm like, yo, y'all be doing too much. Y'all be doing too much. It it be it 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 be turning me off when it comes to friendship, cause I don't I don't I don't want to deal with all that. So do gender matter when it comes to friendship? Let me know in the comment section. I would love to know, cause I will tell you right now, boys do not require that much. Like you check them, hey sis, how you doing? What's going on with you? Da 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 da. Let's catch up and. That's it. But with girls, it's a it's always some drama, boy. It's 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 always some drama. One last thing before I go, I am on a journey right now when I feel like myself is evolving, both um, physically and spiritually. So, what's well? What is a better way to record? Uh, my progress is by documented, right? And I feel like that's what I'm doing. And I'm very excited to be on this journey. I don't know where it's taking me. I don't know what what she got to say now will turn out to be. But for now, I am excited to bring to bring myself forward into the world. Because for a lot of time, I have stuff to say. I have stuff to say, but I was being suppressed. In both childhood, I had stuff to say, but I was being suppressed. But now, I got a microphone and I got things to say. <laughs> I got a lot of things to say. And I can't wait for you guys to hear what I got to say. And thank you so much for tuning in again for supporting um let me know let's connect let, let me know in the comment section how healthy y'all friendships are um do gender matter do gender matter when it comes when it comes to friendship and what are the red flags what are the red flags and when it comes to friendship my red flags are, if you're going to talk shit about me with your next other friend, next. If you going to be an energy vampire, and by energy vampire, every time you call my phone, I have to decline that shit because you drain the shit out of me, next. When it comes to red flags, I would say listen to your body. Like your body will literally tell you. If a person you encounter is a good person. Like I read somewhere they said sometimes we think butterflies is a good thing. Where butterflies is literally your body warning you about that particular person. But in the romantic world, we tend to associate butterflies with a good sign. Where it's like. When you meet somebody, you're supposed to be feeling peaceful. And I didn't understand that or even know that until I read that. And it made so much sense because why am I having anxiety? 
why do I feel like I need to use the bathroom when I meet you? Like my my body is doing all type of turn up. Like my stomach is telling me like, girl, if you don't go to the bathroom right now, like I'm sweating. Like I'm, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot breathe because you're coming around. And it's literally your body sending you signal to let you know, hey, this person is a fucked up person. Beware. Red flag, red flag. So when it comes to friendship now, I tend to listen to my body. Am I comfortable around you? Do I feel peaceful? Everything's going to be okay when I'm with you. Because there is no reason why, like, all of a sudden I'm feeling tired. All of a sudden, it's like, even my body's like, girl, that was a lot. Because remember, whenever you meet somebody or whenever you exchanging whenever you exchanging words with a person you are exchanging energy so it's like that person is like literally getting energy from you and you're taking energy from from that person so it's like i call these people energy vampires right they come into your life and they drain the shit out of you and then they bounce so it's like when we meet as my friend, are you draining me or are you pouring into me? Are we pouring into each other? Is my body telling me, hey, girl, you're good? Because a lot of time I feel like people don't, don't um, listen or don't pay attention. People don't pay attention to those type of things because, again, we associate butterflies with a good sign. When it's actually your body telling you to get the fuck up out of here. Thank y'all for tuning in to What She Got to Say Now podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast at all social media platforms at WSGTSN.podcast. I repeat, WSGTSN.podcast so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to head over to our YouTube channel. The link is in the bio. Subscribe to the channel for exciting content. Next time, y'all.